This is a GRDC podcast. Hello, I'm Sally Maguire. For most Australian grain growers, 2022 has been a challenging year. Weather conditions across the country continue to be volatile, meaning that this harvest, many growers are faced with extreme circumstances. Determining where the value lies in your crop and what to harvest first are key considerations that this season require some extra planning. Dr Kate Burke is a former agronomist and an agri-strategist, and she joins me now with some practical advice for growers. We began by talking about the current state of play this harvest season. It's early days is the first thing to say. So South Australia is well and truly into it, and so is the Victorian Mallee. But in the medium rainfall zones and further south, we're really only just getting started. So what that means is in most places there's plenty of potential there. There's a lot of anxiety around what that potential actually looks like and what the quality might be like. And sadly for some who have been directly impacted by floodwaters, there are some losses and each individual will have sort of a a different level of loss and that's one of the tough things about floods. It's a bit of a winners and losers game in terms of what the weather gods have tossed out to us. It certainly is. So what do you see as being some of the challenges and the limitations of this particular season? One of the first challenges is that we're coming into it with a heightened level of anticipation and anxiety. It's been a long, hard season a good season for most of the time, but there has been a lot of volatility along the way and a lot of decision-making. So we've had the beginning of the year, a lot of supply chain issues, increased input costs. We're coming off COVID, so we're sort of already at the beginning, you know, we've probably had decision-making fatigue before it already started, got a cracking start really good looking crops. In some areas though they were missing out on rainfall and that's always difficult when everyone else is getting it. And then we got into the too wet phase for a lot of people. So here we are, harvest is finally here and we've got lots of decisions to make. It's a later harvest than normal because of the weather system that we've been in, what I call climate mood A systems where you have both La Nina and IOD, Indian Ocean Dipole negative. And I used to think of those as A for, um, you know, like a report card A because you usually end up with pretty good results. But for some people this year, the weather's been A for a bit aggressive and perhaps A for another word that um, we can't say on a podcast. So in terms of determining where the value lies in their crops, where do growers start? What are the decisions that growers and perhaps advisors are needing to make at this point of the season? Okay, so understanding the value is one decision tool and it's part of a bigger system. So the biggest system is we've got this harvest puzzle to solve, lots of paddocks, and this year a lot of them are going to be ripe at the same time. So we've got trafficability issues to solve, we've got 
just simply geographical issues. And we've got the usual order of how we do things. Ultimately, what we're trying to do is reap as much income as possible out of the season. This is the cash it in bit. When I think of crop production, I think of it in terms of capturing water, converting that water into grain, collecting that grain, which is what we're doing at the moment, and cashing it in. So it's the business end of the season. Why do we want to work out the value that's out there? Well, that's one decision-making tool to help us manage our logistics. And I think it's actually an exercise that some people just do intuitively, but some people don't actually think about it. They're just so focused on getting the job done and getting the grain off. I think it's a really simple exercise. One of the things that's going on at the moment is we're having to be patient while we're trying to get going in harvest and we're running around trying to see if the moisture's right in this paddock or it's right in that paddock. We might be shifting all our gear into one paddock and discovering that it's not ready yet. A simple smoko exercise is to sit down with a piece of paper or maybe four bits of paper and fold that bit of paper into squares So you might end up with, say, 16 squares. So you fold it into four and then fold it again. When you do that and you just jot down the names of the paddocks, the amount of hectares, the crop that's in there, and you might do it by crop type. If there's four of you having smoko, give everyone a crop each. Do that. Simply write down a yield estimate. By this stage, you've got a gut feel of what the yield might be. Write down a price not today's price, but a price that you've been using for budgeting and planning or a realistic sort of price because ultimately we know that we're going to be selling this grain not right now. Some of you would have already started selling it and it's probably a 12-month process or at least a six-month process. And then do the sums. Yield by price gives you dollars per hectare. Hectares in the paddock by dollars per hectare gives you the value in that paddock. So I just went and did this exercise this morning and I wanted to see how long this would take. And it takes doing it manually like this, just with a calculator, it takes about a minute per paddock. And I discovered that the back paddock I was thinking about, you know, my estimate is that there's half a million dollars in that paddock or just under. Whereas Jane's paddock, there's $189,000. Now these are um, fictitious paddocks that I've just made up on the run. Those of you that are spreadsheet inclined or you can get your advisors to do this, particularly if you've already got paddocks in a list from a sowing plan, a cropping plan or a nitrogen application plan, I did an entire farm in seven minutes just before I got on the computer to you. So it's a really quick exercise to create those numbers. Okay, so it sounds like obviously having a plan, having some strategies is the way to go. So what other strategies have you got in your toolkit? What about sampling of paddocks using aerial imagery? Are those sort of things beneficial? Yeah, they are. I guess it depends on where you're at with your harvesting program. If you're already in it, you're probably not in the mood to be trawling through imagery, but it's again, it's something that you might be able to get your advisor to have a look at for you or you might be able to have a quick look. In terms of sampling paddocks for quality, I think that's a really smart thing to do and even if you're already into harvest, you know, there's usually the gopher or they might like to call themselves the manager that isn't on the machines but it's just keeping everything going and the logistics going and that's a good job for them to get out there and have a look. 
In terms of yield estimations, I'd really encourage people to have a walk through their paddocks. We have a small farm and I know walking through our wheat, in various parts of it, the yields are quite different and so is the quality. Just rubbing it out and having a look at it, you know, you get a fair visual about what you might be up for. You can tell if the grain's vitreous, it's going to have a reasonable protein. If it's very white and plump looking, it's a fair chance the protein will be lower and obviously that's variety dependent. And you can get a hint for protein in terms of your nitrogen applications as well and crop history. So it's just a matter of thinking through all those things. And I guess there's no one size fits all for this because we've all got different ways of processing information. And sometimes it sounds good in theory to say, yep, get a quality test for every paddock. Yep, sit down and do a plan and map out to the nth degree. But we're dealing in uncertainty. When you've got a great run of weather, you do just want to get into it. But at the same time, everyone will have different risks around the weather forecast and everyone will have a different way of how they process information. If I can just go back to what I was talking about at the beginning, though, is we're coming into this with a bit of anxiety and anticipation and we may have some paddocks we've been avoiding that we haven't wanted to have a look at. One of the traps we have when we're sort of in this heightened sense of emotion is that our logical brain doesn't work that well. And the value of creating information, like estimating values and getting actual quality data, if the sampling's representative, is that the research tells us that once we actually use information, our brain starts to use the rational side of our brain more than the emotional side. There was a US study that was done on a coin flipping exercise. So the data is there. If we use proper information, it actually calms our brain and gets our brain back where it needs to be. So that's an important part of the whole exercise. Let's talk about what resources are available out there for growers. You've also written a book around this subject. So What can you suggest in terms of resources or where to go for information? Well, I think the biggest resource for this particular exercise is yourself and your commitment to slowing down and actually taking some action in terms of making these calculations. So I'm not sure what there may be templates already out there, but I think internally if you've got resources such as your cropping plan, a farm map, your own knowledge and a calculator, you can use that to get to that first step and using your advisor as a resource who is one step removed from this and can do those calculations if you're not in the mood to do them. More broadly speaking, There are some resources around pricing deciles that are out there. You know, your marketing advisors will have some good information on that. I think one important thing here is we get very fixated on price while we're in the harvest because price is so visible. But generally speaking, yield drives revenue. So capturing as much yield as possible is what's really critical now. So the book is called Crops, People, Money and You, and it's probably not a middle-of-harvest read, but it's certainly a an after-harvest read. And what I've done is taken an evidence-based approach to profit drivers and handling that question of 
what is it that makes a good farm and good farmers. And basically the subline is the art of excellent farming and better returns. So it's a simple framework because essentially all the research tells us that if you're technically good at growing crops, if you're good with money and good with people and you take responsibility and take control and get in the driver's seat, you can have a really meaningful um, life being a farmer and profitable one. So let's just summarise for everyone. In this season particularly, there are extra challenges. There's also the unknown factor of what could be lost if there are further delays and there's some crops that just can't wait to come off the paddock. So what's your best advice for growers who are trying to determine where the value lies in their crop for this season and they're faced with a raft of extra circumstances that they usually wouldn't? So do the sums, calculate value per paddock, understand which crop types are more vulnerable to yield loss than others. So, for example, lentils, it's well known that once they're ready to go, you've just got to strip them so they become the priority. You can do a quick and dirty yield loss estimate by just picking a percentage or value loss estimate, pick a percentage and of the value that you've already calculated, take 10, 20, 30% off depending on the crop type and that gives you an idea of what's out there to lose. Do some quality testing, be rigorous with your yield estimations, get out in that wheat if you haven't already been out in there so you don't get any nasty surprises later. Stay as calm as you can and go forth. That was Dr. Kate Burke, who is a former agronomist and an agri-strategist, discussing how to determine where the value lies in your crop. Dr. Burke is also the author of a book that covers this topic, Crops, People, Money and You, which is available through her website, thinkagri.com.au. This is a GRDC podcast. I'm Sally Maguire. Thanks for listening.